Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where the Orchard of Wisdom shows are at your fingertips. It ignites your soul, your heart, your spirit, your mind, and your body with illumination from people who have made the journey before you. They're here now to help you on your journey, on your path of self-discovery. We are funded by you, the audience, and the people we interview. If you wish to support us, please go to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com and press on our Fund Action button. Anything is appreciated. We would like you to sit back and enjoy the shows. Here we go. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Ignite Your Heart and Soul right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my wonderful repeat guest back, I think for the fourth or the fifth time, is Kimberly Lovell. We have a lot to talk about today, and what we are going to be talking about is your soul's journey. Soul journeys and exploration of multidimensional consciousness. Sounds quite intriguing, doesn't it? She's also written a book about the soul's journey where she shares many stories of the that she's worked with. But today we're going to find out all about that book. We're going to update because it's been a while since we last did our last show. Um, I think the last one we did was the Manifesting Love. And you know, it's time to catch up and find out what she's doing now. Well, she's written a book and she talks about uh, past life regression and the spirit world and life between lives and galactic beings. And, uh, you know, to enjoy our powerful quantum hypnotic journey to connect more deeply to your soul and receiving healing. Because when you connect with your soul and you're resonating on that vibration, the healing begins. So let's take that journey into gain some valuable insight, connect with and embody powerful for resources to support us in our current lives. And uh, Kimberly is a psychotherapist, a transpersonal psychotherapist, hypnotherapist, intuitive business coach, master healer, spiritual channeler, and teacher and author of The Soul's Journey of Exploration of Multidimensional Consciousness. She's been doing this for over 30 years and has helped clients from all over the world connect with their soul, their intuition, heal their unconscious blocks, and embrace their true power and geniusness as they go through their soul's process of ascension. She utilizes quantum healing tools such as theater healing, access conscious, and quantum hypnotherapy to support you in connecting with your soul's purpose, passion, power, prosperity, and creating a life and business of your dreams while sharing your gifts with the world. Because after all, folks, it is about sharing your gift with the world. Welcome back, Kimberly. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. I am so happy to be here again with you. Well, you've written a book. And kudos to you, because I haven't even started my nose meant to have it finished by March. So... <laughs> Just where does the time go? But it's it's a, a compilation of the the clients and the work that you do. Yeah, I'll share the story. It's actually been, because um, you know the past two years have really kind of melded, haven't they? Oh, they have. <laughs> Quite a so roller coaster. It, was, it wasn't supposed to be a book, right? So mm -hmm. um, what happened? Well, I always knew that I would write a book, but this wasn't the book that I intended to write. Okay. Mm -hmm. It kind of wrote itself and so what happened was uh, during the lockdown um, I decided that I would take um, the past life regression module out of my uh, transpersonal hypnotherapy training and I would put it online and um, that I would um, create some video content mm -hmm. 
and I'd record some sessions so that um, as well as the live training there was plenty of video content for people so that was my aim and then um, I did about 30 hours of uh, video sessions obviously with the client's permission and um, some of the people that I knew um, that so they weren't clients but the people that were interested and so they agreed that they would love to have a session and um, they would allow me to record so um, that was amazing some amazing information came through um, which was lovely um, and then as I got the trans as I got the recordings transcribed um, and was editing them um, I kept getting the nudge that it wanted to be a book yeah so I was like oh okay then <laughs> <laughs> And so it's been quite the process, right? I mean, mm. we've been through a whole kind of like birthing process anyway, haven't we, collectively over the past mm. two years. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of, it, the recordings were done in, <laughs> I don't know what year that they've done, 2021 or, yeah, 2021. Or, or the end of 2020. Some, some, I think I started the end of 2020. Anyway. Um, yeah, so it's been quite the journey and um, I'm really happy and excited to um, be birthing this baby. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You know, it's quite exciting to kind of write a book and, uh, you know, as you said, you, you hadn't intended to write this kind of book and it, it was something that nudge, nudge, wink, wink, this is the book you have to write. But it's mm. also in the process of it, it takes a life on its own and, and kind of, you know, no, this is the story that needs to be told in this direction. And it, if yeah. we kind of allow ourselves to be guided, what needs to come out in the book is guided out of you to, to put in the book, right? For sure. I mean, I, I, I'm very sure that it was kind of set up, you know, in terms of from the spirit world, in terms of this is, you know, it was more than I had originally intended, but I'm sure that it was completely guided and, mm -hmm. and set up in terms of the information that came through and, um, yeah. It's also so. the timing of things is that there's been a huge awakening. You know, I was given a saying four years ago, over four years ago now, the universe is going to shake us up to wake us up for us to uh, uh, change it up, step up and change it up and grow up and grow mm. up to a high vibration, grow up as a humanity. And we've certainly been shaken up, but you know, sure. things have to get shaken up, you know, for us to understand what we need to stand up for and what needs to be changed and where we need to grow the energy. And so, you know, disasters or pandemics or any crisis in the world, there's always a kind of a reason behind it, isn't there? It's always, you know, we think it's a setback, but in many ways it's a, it's a propelling forward. Yeah, it's been very much an initiation, hasn't it? Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I'm hesitating to say it, but I think for a lot, a lot of people have experienced dark night of the soul. In yes the past two years yes and in some ways um i feel that um yeah this whole past two years has been that journey has been for a lot of people um that dark night of the soul but also for others you know there's been challenges in so many different ways and yet from the challenges and from the shadow because it, you know it's triggered a lot of shadow within yeah. people you know all of our stuff's coming up you know all of our stuff around um, security mm -hmm. survival you know everything's been up for people right and and um so yeah, it's just really, as you say, it's kind of like a springboard to um, to 
catapult people really into a greater awareness and into a, ultimately a higher vibration, which is what our, our planet has been wanting, you know. Desperately needing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mother Earth is so out of balance and it's because there's just been too uneven balance of negativity. And, you know, yeah. we, it's not just as simple as just positive thoughts and I'll be happy, is there has to be positive action. <clears throat> and that, that intent of action has to come from the soul, the heart and the spirit, not just saying it in the head and doing opposite, our actions. You know, it's a, it is our actions that speak louder than words. And we have to step into this high vibration of loving kindness and empathy and you know compassion towards one another because that is literally what's going to glue the earth back together it's what's going to rebalance things so i think um in having a global pandemic when there's been so much suffering on so many levels you know some people have become complacent about it some people have become jaded but some people have become far more compassionate and empathic about it where they have really stepped up and that really was the invitation wasn't it Yes, yeah, I'm sure. And, and so much change, you know, because sometimes we get kind of stuck in our ways, don't we? Yeah. So I think for a lot of people, it's been, um, you know, like an impetus in terms of kind of either going deeper into their spiritual purpose and their passion, or, um, you know, the start yeah. of, of that kind of awakening and, and being curious and looking around, you know, so yeah, it's a huge wake up call a wonderful initiation for us to kind of move forward and in a more positive way. And we are in, you know, I, um, I was very kind of curious about the book because I was trying to kind of get it all ready last year and um, it became, you know, com you know, apparent. <laughs> First of all, I was blaming myself and then it became apparent to me. I was like, okay, so what is going on? No, it does actually wants to be out in 2022. You know, I had to surrender to that process. Yes, it had yeah. to wait for the tiger year because the tiger year is about progress. Yeah. But the ox year is about steady as you go, no fast movements, you know, yeah. and it needed to be in a year which was about propelling, which, you know, the yeah. tiger year is about action. Yeah, it has its naps. You know, yeah. it's quiet time. And then when it's awake, it's just like a kitty. It's playing. It's, you know, it wants attention. So um, this is obviously the time you had to wait for it to come out for, for was that tiger year. Yeah. And I, you know, like the energy right now um, mm -hmm. is we've just had in bulk. So kind of like the spring and the seeds being planted mm -hmm. and, and we kind of just, there's very much higher energies coming in. I mean, we're always saying there's higher energies coming in and higher and, you know, but it's like the frequencies and the energies are getting much stronger and people are kind of you know more and more people are waking up quite you know in kind of like droves if you like yeah. so as all that energy is heightening um it feels very um synchronistic yes because often I've done things and you know my logical head will think you know like what date but I what tends to happen for me with lots of my creative projects or training courses I end I, I notice that I end up oh well I'm teaching that's interesting I'm teaching on this date again and it's mm. because it's like for me it's like a Celtic wheel of the year yeah and that's right. my ancestral roots right yes. so it's very interesting and I was like okay well it's in bulk on the first and then we've got the 2-2-22 portal right through, yes through until the 22-2-22 so wonderful energies yeah the Chinese new year the in bulk the spring seeds and it feels just very now so yes. it's very, you know, it's so interesting when we kind of 
our ego or our mind is trying to mm. control and then you know try and be professional and try and you know and it's like okay just have to surrender yes so it really yes. is divine grace um you know in the way that it's come around and the way that it's it's kind of being birthed right now I'm always uh, given a word for the year and my word for this year was ignite um yes. you know ignition actually and it's like put yourself <laughs> into gear you know it, it's a uh, Right, you could start the, the, the year off in first gear, but there are going to be many opportunities where you can get into fifth gear this year and really mm. propel forward. And then, you know, all right, you may have a traffic jam and you have to slow down or flat tire and you have to stop for a moment, but the, it, then you can get back on the road and get back into fifth gear again. And I really do feel that about the energy this year is yeah. that this is the time to ignite what you want to happen um, or what needs to happen in your life. You know, we may want but the universe knows mm -hmm. what we need. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they can, they're not always the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A friend of mine actually came out with this beautiful expression of allowing the universe to have its way with you. Yeah. You know? yes. And I was like, kind of, yeah, kind of that kind of sounds quite exciting actually, doesn't it? <laughs> and actually it's just much less stress if you just surrender to the yes. process and stop trying to resist and, and push and fight it. It's, so yeah. it's all about, I think, again, this is coming back to the 2022 and for that, um, as you say about, you know, Mother Earth, for us to come back into balance with ourselves, with the earth, with one another. Mm. And it is about, you know, um, it's not about the mind it's about being present having yes. that embodiment of, of living in harmony with nature and with the cycles of nature and going with the flow you know we've been yeah. so um having a discussion the other day with a friend we were talking about time and how sometimes you know we kind of like struggle with time and we know that there is no time you know right that, yes that's a it. human linear thing yeah. yes but this whole time space and it, it we were just like wow you know there's so much around time and how we um, define ourselves and in our language and you know it's kind of like everything is geared up around time and this is almost like we've been out of time sort of in yeah. suspense right mm -hmm. and we're kind of we're still kind of in no time right because we're we're recreating and dreaming the world that we're creating so it's still in that birthing process but yeah it's so interesting well I mean if you think about the last two years so much of life has been put on hold Hmm. right and that was we needed that pause we needed that reflection we needed to look at what was important in our lives we and so many people have taken new directions yes hmm. we've lot of, lost a lot of souls and there's been a lot of strain and mental strain put uh, and financial strain put on hmm. humanity but this was that shake-up that needed to happen to reset re-pivot uh to move forward we, you know there was no point in having the momentum of energy to move forward until people were ready to move forward and recreate. We don't mm. want them going back to doing what they were doing before. We want them to step up into that higher consciousness, right? Yeah. That higher empathy, that higher compassion, yeah. that higher, higher meaningful purpose, and now put themselves in gear to, to pursue that because whatever they were doing two years ago is um mentally physically spiritually and in every way out of date hmm. because there's a hell of a lot of change that's happened for the good and it's i think this year is going to really reveal where the good is where a lot of people are still caught up in the struggle but hmm. as we come out of that right now with the wind behind our backs and we can step into less struggle and more you know fortifying 
I think then people will actually begin to see really the why it was all meant to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I'm completely with you on that. And it was interesting because, you know, um, <laughs> when I started to try and put the book together, <laughs> my logical brain was like, trying to structure it you know so we'll take people on a journey most people think about you know past life regression and then mm -hmm. and then life between lives and some people know about that and then you know we went into future lives and galactic lives yes and, but I love that I read that little bit oh intriguing yeah. yeah I know it and um you know so it, and it was really like a wild journey it was exciting for me sometimes I felt like almost like I was at the cinema <laughs> mm, yes yes yeah you know I was like this should be made into a film um and um you know when I try to structure it thinking well we'll start off with past life regression and then we'll move into the life between lives and then we'll go into the future lives and then the galactic but of course each individual session um I think there was maybe one that was like really straightforward past life regression right yeah <laughs> and then all of the others were like start with the past life then we go in between lives, and then we go into another life and then it's like, wow, okay. Um, and then and then it was like there was just like one chapter that was a simple chapter. The rest of them kind of we just I can't say it was past life or it was life between lives because we went into all of them. Right, exactly. You know? Well, and that's the you know, that's the common thread <clears throat> with all of them. Yeah. Uh, you know, I kind of feel I'm finally catching up with my future life. You know, it's <laughs> like I'm I'm doing Yay. a full circle. I'm coming into why I came here, what I was sent here to do. Uh, I'm coming back into that full circle of of reconnecting in my future self, which is not very far away, um, into doing what I was meant to do when I first came here. That kind of lost track through the millennial. Mm. Um, mm. So it's um, I think in that awakening right now is that people who are looking into their future selves and reading a little bit in the book there that I had time to do is that she wasn't from this planet she was observing and it's mm -hmm. uh, I think the observers are going to reveal themselves a lot more because clearly yeah. as humanity we really do need some outside help because we've yeah. been begging people to do the inside out job and many have but many haven't and it's their anger and angst that's still causing that heavy vibration and i think we're going to need that kind of realization that we are not alone and that they're not all out here to eat us and that there is a guidance <laughs> system there for us and should we embrace it and i think we should embrace it <laughs> you know it's interesting when um you know everybody has different um beliefs mm -hmm. and different experiences because ascension um or, or your spiritual your soul's journey is um it's a journey it's a process right? yes and, and we all start you know like I was um I don't know if it was lucky but <laughs> I, I was waking up quite early you know to a degree and then also there's been other levels of my journey and awakening to more and more and more um but you know I was waking up very early really and and suddenly um, but in quite a gentle way, because some people don't wake up gently, you know, they kind of no. wake up and it's like everything's going on and they kind of think they're going crazy. Yes. Right. And I had a little bit of that in the beginning, but not completely, you know. Um, so just to, to, you know, if anybody's listening and they're kind of like, they think that they're mad. <laughs> no, darling, you're just awakening. You're probably not. No. Right? No. Um, and and uh, yeah, I mean, if you're in that space, what I would say is to get some support. Yes, um, yes. Because 
it, it can be um, quite for long for some people. Yeah. It's also the confusion, you know, for, for me that I was always the spiritual being having a hard human life, you know, where I was mad was as a human. You know, the human couldn't cope with, with what was going on. The spirit could. Um, but for people, you need to be around um, that higher energy that can help you manage your own energy, your own revelation of who you are and what you're here to do, your own awakening. Because the, we need to know what our compass is. And when, we, you know, when our core is ignited, that core is our guidance symbol. And somebody needs to help us just understand what that core is, how to listen to it, how to how to tap into our own beautiful sources of energy that will guide us forward. Um, and it's got nothing to do with I think madness is is humanity as just humans. You know, forget about the human beings, but just humanity is madness. Um, and but when we can become the human being. We're, which is we're in that higher consciousness, we've stepped into that higher beautiful purpose, then I think we truly actually understand why we're here, what we're here to do, and who we really are. Hmm. Yeah, and so, you know, when you were talking about the guides, in, you know, in the, in the book and in the, the sessions that I did, um, sometimes we were in past lives or between, sometimes future life, and um, sometimes guides coming in, and also we looked at, you know, the multidimensional aspect of us. Mm -hmm. So, and that could mean different things to different people. Yes. You know, I remember that when I first started uh, seeing and hearing Spirit Bod, um, I kind of had, you know, their, their guides. And then I had past life experiences. And I kind of thought, well, that's interesting because I had a past life, you know, I've got strong connections with the Native Americans. And I had mm -hmm. a Native American chief that showed up quite early on. And uh, yeah, and a kind of like a whole, mm, I remember one time having this experience and there were about probably six or seven, um, I don't know if I shared this last time, but anyway, six or seven uh, Native American chiefs. I, I was getting the names. I could see them all lined up and I saw myself um, like my hands behind my back tied. Mm -hmm. I felt like I had something down my throat and I was kind of like all wrapped up and stuff. But I thought, well, that's a, that's that one's Sue, that one's Sue, that one's Sue. And I'm like, they're all Sue, I'm sure they're all Sue Chiefs. And then later on, I had to kind of like look up and thought, yeah, I'm right, they are. And um, it was, and so that was like, I ended up doing a soul retrieval for myself, mm -hmm. <laughs> getting yeah. my hands untied and uh, calling myself reference back. And um, then it was only actually, I think it was last year or the year before, I connected with somebody new on Facebook. And we kind of like chatted and she said to me that, um, I can't even remember, what's the name for it now? Anyway, I wasn't quite sure about that experience. I knew I had these connections, but I wasn't sure kind of what that was. And she um, said, you were a shaman and they used to do a healing ritual where they bound the shaman up, ah, right? Right. Um, so she said it was most probably that was what you saw. Mm. Mm -hmm. And she did tell me the name, and I just can't think of it right this minute. Because you weren't afraid, right? No, but I, I was just like, oh, you know, I, I need to untie myself. That was my first instinct with it, you right. know? Because I had all these chiefs, so I had plenty of support, and I knew that, you know, I, everything was, a, was great, you know? But I was like, okay, so let me just untie myself. And then I spoke with her, and um, just online, you know, on, mm -hmm. on Facebook. And she said, oh, I think you were one of these 
Yeah, because if you uh, if you were a captor, um, a captive, you were you would have been afraid. Yeah. Right. So if you didn't have any fear there, um, I didn't know that they used to uh, bound the shamans. Um, uh, mm. I suppose that was kind of bounding the human body so the spirit could rise. Um, yeah. You know, um, as they did with the sweat lodges and everything else. Yeah. Those were the epiphanies, etc. And uh, you know what? What is kind of sad is, in many many ways, we've done away with the things that can allow our spirit to come forth. You know, it's uh, it's become hooey. I was watching a program last night where they've made somebody talk about ascension, you know, coming into the higher self as a cult and evil. Now, they've made it an evil thing where, you know, the people will all die instead of ascending, which they, right. they ascend, but the body dies. We want people to ascend alive. <laughs> you know, you don't have to die to ascend into your higher self. Um uh, and it, it's sad that they still keep portraying it that way because they put fear in people. But it's well, allowing so many religious, people. yeah, so many religious beliefs, aren't there? And mm. I think that's part of what we're moving. We're moving more. We've always had kind of this shift from religion to spirituality, but we're yes. actually moving more into understanding ourselves, yeah, as spiritual beings. Not that we have to float upon a fluffy cloud to right. become enlightened oh. or to ascend, <laughs> but that we are already, the ascension process is simply a process of enlightenment yeah. and unifying mm-hmm. um, our energies, right? And, yes. and um, So there's so much, isn't there, around ascension and, um, you know, all kinds of things that sometimes people, you know, the, the biggest thing I think, and I've always felt this, was that, you know, we meditate and it's lovely to meditate and, you know, you kind of feel like you're up here somewhere, you know, and all blissed out. Um, but really we're here for a purpose you know we yes. chose to come here and that was to bring like heaven to earth and to anchor the light yes in the and be the and, light be and, the yeah, light yes yeah and also that conduit because yes. you know um we're kind of like stars right mm. and and so it's like we are conduits for the the light to come through us to anchor into the earth into the crystal grids and to light up and help support mother earth in her ascension process yeah so we're all kind of like ascending together yeah well this is why actually the tiger it's water year too it's a mm. water tiger and of course water is a wonderful conduit it's yeah. a it's a, a beautiful place of energy and finding yourself and uh, you know it's just for me uh, breeze trees and water exceptionally important yes yeah. Um, AM and air science, so of course, I need the breeze. I need to constantly be in flow. I cannot be, mm. you know, be contained. Trees are of that very life force that will always speak to you. And mm. of course, water is that peace for me. I can lay on that water. I just feel that loving spirit just embrace me. Mm. And so we, we, in our own little self-discovery, we need to kind of understand where is our connection? Mm. You know, what is it? Some people, you know, are fire. Some people our earth some people are you know different elements and it's like okay well you are you are that element that is the element in which you are meant to conduct yourself but you know it's discovering our purpose here and that purpose isn't to be the top ceo and six figures and drive the maserati that purpose is is how are you here to serve humanity serve mother earth serve all living things on this earth to ascend and connect with the universe and if yeah. we 
if we allow ourselves to open up to that and go, you know, make that discovery of what our connection is, it's revolutionary and, and it's, it reveals truly the, the inner beingness of who we are, which is a wonderful essence just been waiting to come out. Yeah. I love that you're talking about the elements because I was, um, you know, this is part of our, our process as well, because, mm. you know, we are, although we say, you know, like I'm uh, Aquarian, so I'm quite air sign, but I'm also Scorpio. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, people have different, you know, they think that they're more air or they're more water or, you know, I'm quite watery as well. Yes, and yes I'm air and water. We actually have all of that within us, right? Yes, because we do. That's a beautiful um Native American saying song, which is like, um, earth my body, air my breath. Wow. <laughs> I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> Go on, sing it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's like, earth my body, water my blood, air my breath, and fire my spirit. So, mm. although we might have a leaning towards a certain one or right. two elements, right? We have them all within us. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and so and it's the, balancing and harmonizing yeah. all of those elements within us. And there's yeah. generally always going to be one that is your dominant, it's your lead, yeah. right? Um, but yeah. it's not at the, you know, the expense of the others, because the others are there to serve whatever the higher sign yeah. is, right? Yeah. To balance that up. And, and it's, you know, it's what we have seen in, in spiritual awakenings. No, you've got to wake your spirit this way. And really kind of a replacement for religion you yeah. know just calling it a different name not using the bible using something else and it's still being restrictive and when mm -hmm. you are in spirit you know there are no walls there are no boundaries you know there are no borders it is just simply a beautiful divine energy that will go where it needs to go yes and it doesn't you know it's not it's not about religion it's not about um you know this faith or that right. faith it's about spirituality and that spirituality is, you know, seen in all faiths and, and religions. Yes. You know, I've always loved um, religions and cultures and found that they all have such amazing, beautiful threads. You know? Yes, they do. Be and misconstrued so, along the way. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But the common denominator like, of what they are. Yeah. Yeah. We're all human. We all have a heart, right? Yes. So it's like so, so much um, we've been taught to look at, you know, what makes us different Mm -hmm. We're all individual and unique, and yet we're all family. Yeah. And that is really what we're coming into, isn't it? As we're kind of moving forward is to recognize that we are family, that we share and we support one another and collaborate and, you know, all of that beautiful gifting and receiving with one another. Yes. And again, I think that's come out over the past couple of years. Mm. So, I mean, in, in the sessions, what, you know, um, some of the insight and the wisdom that came through. Yeah. From, star beings yes um you know got to ask you about that yeah, yeah. have you learned anything from these sessions <laughs> please do share <laughs> well you know it's it's like there always brings so much love mm -hmm. and energy that you can you know you can feel the energy and so as i'm um, facilitating the session i'm also perceiving sometimes mm. seeing or sometimes hearing or, or um feeling and and it's always a beautiful energy and um you know it's not there's wisdom that comes through obviously from the client's higher self and from you know the higher um, beings and it's about how we put that into practice so there's always something around you know uh, some wisdom some healing for the physical body uh, understanding um, about certain situations in their life or you know 
what people were learning from a certain lifetime, mm. why why the higher self showed them that particular lifetime and this one and what's that about. That's all wonderful. Um, but often there are healing activations and there is also, um, you know, this thing about really anchoring and embodying and like what the practical action, because mm. a lot of people are completely fascinated with all of the stuff and, you know, I am too. And it is about this lifetime, right? On yes. earth. Yes. As in. Why you're here <laughs> now. <laughs> well, yes. And I'm saying that, right. And then I'm going to go into like the multidimensional bit. All right. So um, bear with me. Some of you might have different experience or beliefs around this. So in the beginning, what I, my experience was, you know, I would see certain spirit guides um, and I very quickly connecting with um, what we might, actually, I didn't call them ascended masters then. I was connected with what the beings told me that they would tell me they were beings of light, you know, over and over again. We are beings of light. We are beings of light. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And like, well, who are you? Right. And because I was learning to channel at that time. So I realized rather than have to wait for the whole thing, I had to start speaking what I had. Right. <laughs> and then they would give more information. And so I knew them as beings of light. Sometimes I would get other information. Um, and I knew that they were the Brotherhood of Light. They would call themselves the Brotherhood of Light. And then I've worked with the Rose Lineage and, and you know, and many Ascended Masters. But, um, you know, more and more, um, I realised that actually that some of those were wonderful guides. And more and more, as we're going through this process, that actually there isn't, well, we know this, there's no time. We talked about that, right? No time. Everything mm -hmm. is now. Yes. So people tend to think about past lives as in that's, that's your past. Um, yes. This is your present um, and that's your future. Or sometimes people have a different timeline that runs that way. So that's their past, this is present and that's in the future. Okay, so there's no time. It's all happening now. Mm -hmm. So actually we are that past life. We're this mm -hmm. personality. In fact, it's the same soul, but different personalities, right? And different bodies. So past, present mm -hmm. and future. Right. And that includes a future lifetime on another planet. Yes. Right? Because, yes. you know, <laughs> some of you might understand. Um, some people will know this, some people won't. But, you know, it's like um, when we weren't kind of um, birthed necessarily through the earth. In our mm. physical body, we've come through the earth. Our soul has come from source. Mm -hmm. And it, through that process, um, we've had lifetimes on other planets and we've come through other stargates. And so we may have connections with Sirius. We may have connections with yes. um, Lyra or Venus or mm. Pleiades or, yes. you know, Arcturians. So through these journeys, what was really interesting, there was so much synchronicity. Um, one woman went through um, several different bodies and the night before the session, I'd gone down to the garden to check my butternut squash, which weren't doing very well. <laughs> the birds at them, I think, or the slugs. Um, and while I was there, I kind of heard this noise and I looked down and I thought, oh, it's a cricket, right? And so I was like, oh, hello, Mr. Cricket. And to think anything of it. And then the next day I did this session and this beautiful lady, she went into different lives and things started changing. And we asked the higher self to show her, you know, multidimensional aspects. So that's what happened yes <laughs> she went on this amazing journey um and she, her body kept changing yeah so she started off as one being and then she became a tibetan monk and then she um 
she had a, a dragonfly and a, a fairy and all of these different aspects were showing up which was so amazing and um, that one part was that she said oh she said i'm going to look i think she was looking i think she was in space and she was looking to see what her body looked like and she said oh i think i think it's a cricket and i was like oh this is interesting <laughs> and then and then she said it actually then it shifted and she was a praying mantis but it was like that was so funny because mm. the day before i'd seen this cricket right and so and there was a couple of other things that happened uh, one, which is videoed, I nearly spat my cup of tea out. <laughs> and I haven't usually have a drink with me because I'm talking a lot and my voice feels good. And as it went like that, and she came out with this name, and I was like, oh gosh, I had that name the other day. Ah, from someone and, else? Uh, or... No, it was just like in my head. Mm. And then I was like, that's really interesting because it's a very unusual name. And um, I was like, wow. And so, you know, all these synchronicities and it's like, you know, sometimes when I'm working with clients, I'm aware before they come to me of something, you know, and yes. they're like, oh, that's where I was Wait, getting it, you're, you're, you're tuned into them, right? Yeah. The channel is open. And, yeah. you know, as far as multidimensional, um, I have so many memories um, uh, that are very, very real that haven't taken place on this earth, right? So yeah. not at this time or they've taken place somewhere else. And, and I have some very clear recollections of a couple of beings of who I was and the, the, mm. the, and the original dominant being that came here. Um, and it's, it's always when I am present in all of these other dimensions is like you're seeing your life through the, through the universal's eyes. You're mm. not seeing it through the human eyes, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, it's like when I do manage to get up into the universe amongst that beautiful nothingness and everythingness is mm -hmm. I am a part of the universe. I'm part of that beautiful silence and abundance uh, and I'm seeing it, but it's again, not in human form. Mm. And I mean, it's very hard for people who haven't kind of done any of that to understand when we leave our body, you know, but uh -huh. it's always this body is a vessel for this lifetime for yeah. the soul to travel and experience in. So when I and go out of body. And in this dimension. And in this dimension. dimension in this so dimension. we might have a different body. Yes. In another dimension. And, and there's clearly a couple of dimensions. I remember being much happier in the body than, yeah. than in this one. Um, yeah. And But it's, as I said, the full circle for me is that um, I've had so much suppression in the past lives. Uh, mm -hmm. torn and courted, uh, the vow of poverty, it, it just complete repression for many lifetimes, that this was my lifetime of rebirth into purpose without mm. persecution. Yes. Oh, gosh, I'm so glad you said that because, um, yeah, that's one of the things for a lot of spiritual people, and I know you have a lot of spiritual um, people that are listening to, to your show. Um, I work a lot with spiritual people, spiritual entrepreneurs. And um, I mean, we're all spiritual. That's just a phrase yes. that we use. But I mean, awakened, personally, awakened yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, and we're all awakened to, to lesser or greater. All these names that we use to divine beings. It's um, yeah. Sometimes they can get used to divide as well. So yes, uh, yes. I'm just saying, people that are more aware and familiar with this, you know, what we're talking about here and other experiences, and what were we talking about? Persecution, right? And so the other day I, I saw, it was on the BBC um, news thing online, 
I don't listen to it. Sometimes I like to look and see what's going on online. And there were um, a certain number of witches, a lot of witches in Catalonia that the Spanish had pardoned for being um, persecuted and mm. put to death in one form or another, right? And then somebody sent me a link for one in Scotland. So Scotland also have pardoned the witches and it just felt very um, emotional and very powerful. A you know. pardon-driven apology. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry we killed you, right? Yes, you exactly. now that you weren't bad, you were actually right. good. Yes. And you had a bit more awareness than we did. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and we didn't want you sharing that awareness because religion was all about control. Right? Yeah, we didn't yeah. want you to be empowered. No, right? exactly. But this is the thing, you know, um, You know, for many years I worked as a medium in spiritualist churches and, and uh, that was great and... People would want um, to know answers to, you know, what they should do with this situation or what was going to happen in the future. Now, to me, that was more about um, proof of survival for people, you know, bereaved people and, and so forth and spiritual teachings that would come through. And so I stepped back mm -hmm. and there was other, th other reasons why I stepped back, but I stepped back quite a lot of it was that I had actually... Uh, I didn't want people to become dependent on, on me telling them what was going to happen. And that wasn't kind yes. of my thing, really. Yes. And great at seeing the future as it happens. But um, it's about giving them that empowerment to mm. connect with their own intuition, to connect with spirit yeah. and to um, heal, you know, the subconscious blocks and, and these kind of past life traumas and so forth so that we can be more empowered and in the body here and now and having, you know, more happier, peaceful, joyful lives. Yes. Yeah? I've, I've stopped reading myself um, occasionally for a couple of old friends or colleagues, I will, but it's yeah. um, it um, because really it's I'm uh, telling you where you're at right now and why you're there, but what path yeah. lays before you. But it's yeah. not about the path of opportunity that lays before you, but what heart, soul and mindset do you need to be in order to walk that path? All yes. I can do is wake up the awareness in you, show you what is optional or what is possible, but mm. you've got to take everything in and become in order to walk that path and see those possibilities and be a part of them. And from yeah. a lot of the time, it's like, no, tell me exactly what to do. No, it's I'm telling you what to be, because when you be, you will know what to do. Exactly. And, and some people are ready for it and some people aren't. And uh, yeah. I just found I've been doing this almost 10 years now. This took over my life completely um, mm. because I get to share the wisdom and the wonders of people like you uh, who are out there far more seasoned than I am in this in this realm. Um, and that's become the more meaningful purpose. And it. I hate the word fortune teller, right? It's like, no, we're just seers. I still see. Yeah. I can be in the middle of a show and see something for somebody and I have to share it. You know, it just it comes out because it's something I'm seeing. Um, but I just don't do it in that format anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, I have an energy show on this week too with Drew McCartney. And, you know, he's, he's talking about is all elevating our energy level up to a high frequency and higher vibration. And when we step into that higher frequency of vibration, we understand. We understand compassion, empathy, love. We understand more of our purpose. We understand how that energy coming together is so utterly empowering 
to mm. others and also how healing it is to our body because most disease is dis-ease of imbalance in our body with our heart, souls and, and minds. And if we can step up into that higher vibration, we have that equilibrium in that within us. So there is less illness the, and the energy is just beautiful healing. And then when you step into that energy plane, you will find that you'll be able to channel a particular thing that is your that is your instrument that is your gift to share um and but you apply it to yourself first because it's you being that helps others just like it has been for you mm. you're not yeah. doing you're being <laughs> yeah i mean let's say that i am sometimes doing <laughs> we're yeah, human beings you're doing from the, the beingness thing. yes yeah, it's not just doing for the sake of doing it's your being is doing so it's a yeah, different I, energy I am source blessed and i have chosen to do things that i loved you know i've had amazing yeah. jobs you know going years back i've had amazing jobs that i loved and were great training ground yeah um always in kind of um social care counseling and, yes. and teaching yeah. and so forth but you know um having that freedom to kind of because you know there aren't jobs really for <laughs> healers and no shamans and, no. and channels you know we create our jobs right but i think and that's so, a, i think i think in the next decade we're going to see that change quite considerably oh well it's here right? yeah There's it is here and i think there, we're going to see it like more recognized yeah yeah it's not something that you can get paid to do. I remember years, many years back, I worked in a prison and there was a, a chaplain and I thought, oh, how amazing. She gets paid mm. and she, she got like a mortgage, you know, they kind of pay their mortgage for them. And stuff. So she got a home and a mortgage paid and a salary. And I was like, well, I could do that. That would be nice if I could, as a medium, go in. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. Know? So, but, you know, so this is, I think, a lot of people now as well, you know, that shift between actually, do I, I don't really like what I'm doing. And so a yeah. lot of people, since they've been working from home and things have changed in the past two years, are actually coming back into much more connection with their soul and their joy and yeah. what they would love to be doing. And, and so change is happening and that's wonderful. But yeah, but, you know, um, some of the beings that came through were um, uh, many of what we'd call ascended masters. So there was kind of, I'm sure who showed up, there's so many. But, you know, there, there's a couple of journeys where people went to Egypt. So there were, you know, we've got kind of like one session where there was Anne, Anne and Mary Boleyn, something to do with the execution. Now, and yeah, I'll share about this because a lot of people have a past life and um, they may we think that they lives. were, well, yeah, but they may have a past life regression session or an experience and they right. may think that they were that person, right? Right. And not necessarily so, right. okay? So some people kind of are skeptical about it and there are lots of different theories around past life regression, which I go into in the book more, but um, really it can be a number of things. Um, so there's something that's, that is um, called imprinting, which is mm. that it may be that when we come into this lifetime, we might need, because we have this kind of like veil, don't we, when we come in, we don't generally tend to recollect everything mm -hmm. and, you know, our past life stuff. And so when we come in, sometimes it may be that we've had imprints from the Akashic records mm -hmm. of other lifetimes. So, yeah. for example, one of my experiences, which happened a couple of times, one, I remember in a session and I thought this girl, I was sobbing, sobbing and sobbing. And um, I, my name was Mary. I think I was doing something around weight at the time. 
Um, not supposed to be doing past life. But anyway, I'm in this thing, I'm sobbing and sobbing. And she said, what's your name? I said, I'm Mary. And then, and then uh, she said, what's happening? And I said, I'm waiting for my Lord on the cross. And part of me, because, you know, when you're in trance, there's that mm. part of you that's the, the unconscious. And then the conscious mind is just kind of like hopefully parked in the background, depending mm -hmm. how far back in the background or how far forward. And it kind of, you know, the trance state varies. So I'm sobbing and wailing, can't stop myself. I'm thinking, Kim, you wouldn't marry Magdalene or yeah. Mother Mary. And you better get out of this because she's not going to know what to do with you. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And um, so that was interesting. And then another time, and that was would have been like a few years later, I was on a training course and uh, was doing some theta healing. And and I felt like I was Jesus on the cross. Well, I knew that I wasn't Jesus. Right. Right. But that was my experience. And I thought I'm on the cross and I need, you know, I need to get myself off the cross. She's a young girl, bless her. And and I was like really emotional, you know. And I remember saying, uh, I remember saying to, to Diana, I was like, oh, I'm mad. <laughs> no, you're, you're, it's, it's the empathy. And that's the thing is that when you are in a state of real, true love, when you're really resonating from that love vibration, you can't knowingly hurt anyone because you hurting anyone who's only hurting you. You feel the pain of others. So when you're looking at Jesus on the cross and you're feeling his pain, when you're looking well, at Mary, you know, wailing, yeah. feeling the pain is we are all part of that same energy. So we're experiencing the pain from that energetic field, not because we have, are essentially the person. Yeah. And also because, you know, we have different soul groups mm -hmm. and different spiritual lineages. So, um, you know, I do feel very much connection with the Essenes and with Jordan and Damascus. And, and mm. so I do feel I could have been around in those times. And sometimes, you know, the ego's like, well, really? Um, but, you know, I do feel that quite strongly. Um, and if we're in these soul groups, then that energy, it's like the ancestral energy is in yes. our veins, in our DNA, right? And so is our spiritual lineage. And so there may be certain... Um, masters or certain um guides you know i know that i've had native american lifetimes mm -hmm. i know i've had egyptian lifetimes you know and so there are certain things that come into our awareness um but yeah it's just very interesting so you know and it's you know so what happens is even though you might think well that wasn't a past life as such you right. know and, and for sure i've i've done regressions for there are a few people now, I don't know how many in terms of numbers, I'm sure, I'm sure we're probably about, I don't know, probably a thousand over the years, right, in some form or another. And um, so basically, it isn't necessarily that we were that person, but it doesn't mean that we're making it up. No. Because very often our conscious mind will go, well, that's not, you know, blah, blah, blah. and people sometimes can be a little bit hesitant and they're saying, I'm not really sure. I don't know if I'm just, I'm not seeing anything or, you know, and yes. then we kind of do a bit more work and they see a bit more. And because the conscious mind in the background, the ego is coming up, yes. you know, yeah. saying you couldn't have been this or you couldn't right. have been that, you know, yeah. little old me couldn't be right. this. Doubt, doubt, and doubt. Yeah. 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 So it's so interesting. But, you know, the thing is that whatever the experience, whether it's, a true past life or not right it can be you know it could be this imprinting for whatever reason the higher self always has a reason why it's shown them that 
Right. So sometimes things are symbolic. Yes. But there's kind of like that beautiful, um, really powerful um, imagery and symbolic um, experience that their unconscious understands and actually feels and gets transformation from that experience. Yeah. And then may not make sense in the time. Right. It's yeah. kind of a download that we needed to have in our psyche, that experience. And we may not understand why at that time, but it, it's, it will maybe manifest itself later. Or it's just simply part in, of something that your entire psyche needed to have, you know, as part, mm. as a, part of your, your toolkit, so to speak. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I live in Canada, a great deal of Native Americans. I've never been drawn to that. But when we mm. went to South Africa, I was drawn to the African nation. Yes. And uh, we had a, an African spirit that came to us all the time. And I really felt, oh, I have definitely been this in a past life. But for me, a great deal of Celtic and Europe. Mm. Um, but I've always been drawn to America. Um, but I, not as a Native um, American. But I've had a couple of hundred lifetimes removed from me where they have the hold on me. Now it doesn't mean I'm dismissing them. It means I'm releasing the trauma that they had on me because literally was unable to move forward. Uh, I had this brick wall in front of me all the time. I could never get through it, rounded under it or anything, couldn't blast it. And so once those lifetimes were gone, that wall was gone. And I, I now I had that free will to move forward. Yeah, and, and to maybe for people listening, kind of like a lot of the times those um, lifetime memories mm -hmm. are in our DNA yes. or in our morphogenetic field, right. right? And they're in our subconscious and so then they can create blocks. So, for example, if you've been persecuted, yes. then like a lot of the people that I work with, healers and so forth, they've had lifetimes where they've been persecuted and then they're really struggling to get their business and to be visible yes. because there's this really huge subconscious block about you know people are going to judge them that mm. you know they don't you're waiting they don't you're waiting say for they're the persecution be killed, but that's what's going on now you're waiting for right? you're waiting for the persecution to come in some form or yeah. other and i had yeah. sound a vow, of, a vow of poverty 50 lifetimes ago and yeah. you know for me that is like oh that makes sense that makes yeah. sense because the battle in this lifetime um to to make money you know, yeah. is has always been extremely hard. I don't have a fear of money. I know exactly where I where I seed it and what I do with it. But mm. it's it's always been kind of through the open fingers, and it's mm. um, that vow of poverty thing kind of still, you know, yeah. and and it's I don't know whether it's subliminal or it's still got that part in the DNA. But I didn't know about that until a few years ago. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't understand why, why, why <laughs> it yeah. wasn't happening. So that's where a lot of lot of spiritual people have a conflict between um, spirituality and money. Yeah, you know, and and again, this is down to some of the religious programming as well, because you know, um, people think that if you're doing something spiritual, that you shouldn't charge, or some people think that, right? Um, and but you know, like we're living in a three D reality where at exactly. the moment we're using um, money, and you know that might change, right? Yeah. In the past, we've used shells. For yes. money and conquers and that goodness knows what else you know or barter system right yeah. yeah 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 so it's just a form of exchange right um but yeah it's so ingrained um yes i think a lot because of the programming and because of, like you say most of the times when there's vows around money 
most often it's to do with religious vows around money you know like a vow of poverty or yeah you know, and this one chastity. This, yeah i i will say this one definitely yeah. you know took its hold on me and yeah. and people say why don't i charge for my shows and i say i everything is for the listener and the person participate is donation mm -hmm. and i leave it up to them as to what they think it's worth to them and that i'm comfortable with you're going to pay me for the value of what what the the, the show has done for you um mm -hmm. And that was easier for me because I thought there's no point in me pushing against this feeling that was so utterly kind of crippling in many ways. And I've had a few people try and get rid of it. And it was like, OK, compromise. I'm not anti-money in any way, but I'll let the money come to me through its own divine source from those that open up, that open up to it and of free will wish to give it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. My my screen just changed in front of me, and I'm like, "What's going on?" It's got a mind of its own, but I think maybe it's nudging me. Actually, <laughs> is it um, nudging you to do anything? In I think it's nudging me to read this poem that I'm yes. talking about before we started because it's just opened. It's just moved over. I'm like, "Oh, where's the screen gone?" <laughs> um, yeah. So my face is quite expressive. So. Be <laughs> Right, and now I'm reading, so I'm going to try and scroll down carefully. Um, so this was, um, I'll, I'll share some of the story, well, I'll share a little bit about this. It's kind of a deeper significance, so um, maybe I'll just share that actually. Um, so my father-in-law passed away about uh, eight days, ten days before Christmas. Um, and I was thinking about, you know, like, what, you know, how are we going to organise funeral and so forth? And there's, um, it's, he was being cremated and there is a, an oak tree in my garden. It's a small, mm. smallish oak tree. And I thought, I was thinking about, you know, that uh, some people have their ashes and they kind of like grow a tree. Yes, right? yes, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, so basically the birds had left, obviously seeded this oak tree. I remember putting a picture on Facebook saying, anybody know what this is? And it had gone in another pot. Anyway, it, it looked, uh, looked like an avocado. People kept saying it was an avocado plant. <laughs> you know. Anyway, it was an oak tree. Anyway, so that's like four years later, this oak tree. So while I was thinking about this, what happened was the oak tree started talking to me. Mm. And um, so this is what came through from the oak tree. <clears throat> so I may look dead, but fear not, I am alive and well, for it is in the darkness of winter that I release and renew, that I fortify, embracing the quiet and solitude as I simply let go and go within. For hidden deep within, at the core of my being, is the light, the seed, the blueprint for my renewal and resurrection. For all of life dies only to be reborn. I, like you, am an infinite being of light. We are infinite love, for all of life is eternal. In the darkness and winter of life. Oop. In the darkness and winter of life. Send your roots down even deeper, connecting with the core of the earth. And you can do this now as you're listening. Sending your roots down deeper and deeper and deeper into the core of the earth. For the earth is our mother. Feel into your connection with all of life. 
and all of nature. Send your light down and notice how our roots and branches are connected to each other. Send your light up. Beautiful open arms outstretched through each and every branch and see how our branches almost touch. Allow the soul light to flow through, through the network of roots and branches beneath the crystalline grids of Mother Earth. And as our hearts and souls unite, all our branches reach to the stars in heaven, reminding us of our true nature, our true home, our roots connecting with this ancient land and with our ancestors in whose footsteps we tread as we remember to walk in unity and love as the beings of light that we are, brothers and sisters, one family, united we stand tall together, a circle of love embracing all of life. So that was the beautiful download that came from the tree. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and that is the reason why I want to be planted with a tree. Um, the, whenever I go into a forest or go somewhere where the trees and the rustle of the leaves, there's just such a beautiful conversation. And, you know, it's not like they're having the English dialogue. It's, you know, it's the conversation that is really at the spirit and soul level. And it's, they are just beautiful creatures, trees. They really are. They're an entity of their own. Uh, they're such a Ooh. wonderful life source. I don't know if you've seen the Judy Dench documentary on trees. Yes, I did. Oh, yeah. I mean, ah, yes. Amazing. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And that essence of connection. And they don't care what kind of tree you are in the forest or whether you're dead or alive. There's support for each in each other all the time. And it's if we could look at ourselves as a human race, as that forest, mm. we don't care what tree you are, how old you are, or whether you've mm. crumbled and fall, because, you know, from, from your ashes comes new life, like the phoenix. If we could only look at that, then we would actually understand the true beauty of that unity, of that togetherness. And I think a forest can treat, teach us a great deal. So much, so much. I love the forest. I'm really blessed because here I live near to the new forest with all the wild ponies. So most of the time I'm hanging out weekends in the forest with my camera. And I love what you were saying about the trees, the fallen trees. We had an amazing, I went, I took some, I have some little crystal elven skulls and I went to and dragons and I took them out to the forest to take some photos. And while we were there, there was this tree that was huge and it looked a little bit like a skeleton of a dinosaur. It had all these branches and it had slightly fallen, you know, so, well, a lot had fallen. So it was kind of that horizontal with all these branches. And I was like, oh, it was like calling me. So when we'd finished um, with photographs, I said, oh, let's go and see what's in that tree. Now that tree had fallen. It was absolutely covered. I got a photo of it on my Facebook. Absolutely covered with mushrooms, mm -hmm. different types yes. of mushrooms. Yes. You know? Yes, there's always life to come from yes. a death. Yeah, that's yes. the whole point. As the yes. tree says, I'm not dead. I am. Yeah. I have gone in. And right? the tree, the tree, the, the physical tree, the bark is... Mm -hmm like our body our physical yes. body we are sold in a body and the trees have a consciousness that's within that physical body which is as a tree yes right and um, the same as crystals have a consciousness 
Um, so all these different planes or dimensions have different consciousness. So in the book, there were elves, there were fairies, mm. dragons. Um, <laughs> leprechauns is coming in my head, but I didn't hear from any leprechauns, actually. <laughs> oh, that's the next book. <laughs> but there were lots of, um, you know, we had the star lions coming in and, um, you know, many different amazing um, beings showing up, you know, and talking about, you know, there um so many of them were like a collective consciousness you mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. and um yeah so it, it's just like such a beautiful um circle and community you know to have this connection um not only with our higher self but also with our soul family and our star yes. family yeah and to recognize these multi-dimensional aspects of us because you know we we, some of us have been here at the beginning of yes. time. Yes. <laughs> Creation, right? Uh, there was one chapter that I've called. It was so hard to name the chapters because there was so much in them. Right, uh, yeah. So there was one that was about the, um, the creation of the galaxy. You know, it mm. started out, you know, they were in space and we weren't quite sure where they were. And it was um, to do with the Milky Way and the, the galaxy being created. So um, there are some amazing, you know, we talked about future. Um, and yes, you rightly saying our future is not laid in stone. And um, everything is a probability. So we have sometimes, if you ever watch these movies called like Sliding Doors is one. And then, of course, it's back to the future. Right. So um, if we decide to do one thing, that could change the whole trajectory of our life. Yes. Right? Or we could do that. And then you could think, oh, gosh, that's, you know, tricky, isn't it? That makes it hard to decide, right? But it's like you could make that decision. And then again, you could make another decision and that could go that way again. Right. So one of the chapters, I remember this person being in the in-between life. And I kept inviting her to move forward. She wasn't having any of it. <laughs> <laughs> so she was talking about, which, you know, I know I teach this stuff, but she was talking about, you know, the soul contract and the life between lives and the life review and so forth. And she was um, saying, well, I could do this. And they're saying I could do this or I could, or I could do that. And I'm not sure. And it went on and on. And I said, so are you, are you ready to make a decision now? She'll drum roll. <laughs> let's let's see what you decide but then she went on and on again but she was actually talking about the choices and like um and and being able to change tracks right mm. and it was so funny because as she was describing it what I was seeing was kind of like the London tube and the underground and all these different <laughs> branches right <laughs> which one do like, I take yeah, yeah it was like you know where you change over changing yes. tracks or changing stations you see so it was all quite you know, interesting in, in terms of the way that it unfolded and my experience of, of it as well. Um, so, yeah, we have so many opportunities and we always are at choice and we can always change our current situation and we can change our future. Yes. Yeah? Nothing is carved in stone. And even if it's carved yeah. in stone, it's only a symbol. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't mean you're carved in stone. You know? um, yeah. People are this so is afraid. Like, this is a part of who we are, isn't it? Yeah, like, it know? is. It um, is. And it's an important part. We've chosen to be here and it's not to have this are. experience yes. for a reason. And, you know, I often kind of look upon Earth as the the kindergarten, you know, um, or humans are in the kindergarten of, you know, of consciousness. And and what we are asking people to do now is graduate up a few more grades uh, to to that higher vibration, because 
I feel it's really become very, very imperative now that our connection to the universe is made. Uh, for I think mm. for the survival of Earth, and but also to do with the equilibrium of the universe. And, mm. you know, no longer are we just little earthlings crawling our way through existence, that, that it is the time of the higher ascension, of the higher cosmic um, intelligence, um, and that we need to be a part of it for a bigger reason. And, you know, the thing that we were saying about the family and when we go into the forest and we can see these beautiful animals and the trees and, you know, flowers and so forth. Um, we've also got our family in our community. We've got yes. um, soul family and star family. Yes. And, you know, it's not just for our um, evolution, not just for humanity's evolution and ascension, because every being yeah. is in this journey. So We're all you know, connected. other beings that are fifth dimensional are, are going to seventh dimension, yes. some are going to the ninth. So as yes. we ascend, everybody's ascending together. So mm -hmm. other beings that's the grow us. up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they want to support us, not interfere yeah. with us, right? right? They want to support us because their evolution depends upon that you know right. like sometimes they'll serve us as we say we want to you know live our purpose live our joy and our passion and, and be of service that's what's fulfilling to us right um we do when we do what we love and there it's the same for them you know yes but yes we and have to invite them same as we have to invite the angels they can't kind of interfere with our free will yes yes yeah. I've, I've always you know i've I'm, I am about to write my book and it's basically, you know, um, conversations with my, you know, with my angel about my life, you know, so mm. my angel's view of my life and how hard it's had to work for me. And, but I don't know my angel's name because I always have angels around me with me in the middle. Mm -hmm. And it's, and it's, um, I seem to connect with each one of them on, on different levels for different reasons at different times. Yeah. And I don't have any one particular angel, but for the sake of the book, there will be. Um, yeah. But it's, um, you know, people, no, you've got to have an angel. You've got to have that. There is no got to have. You know, you, you are given accordingly to whatever your particular dimensional frequency is and what you are here for. And, it, you know, that is that surrender to what is and take what is, you know, in your sharing out. And it's the... I think one of the things we need to, to stop looking at is that it's got to be compartmentalized, put in a nice little box and made sense of. And now that's what you, you know, that's, that's religion, mm. right? Yeah. Sp spirituality at all, which now scientists um, have measured those that live on a spiritual plane and know they actually resonate on a higher frequency. And we, they call it the love frequency because people that choose to live actually in that love hurts, that love frequency is resonating on a higher vibration, which uh, again, can't knowingly hurt anyone else because it's against a very grain of causing pain. Um, and they're, they're measuring that now. They're understanding that now, which is beautiful because if you've got science behind you, <laughs> it just means that we can move forward a lot faster. The word quantum you know, quantum mm. physics used to be, now we talk about quantum spirituality and, you know, quantum consciousness. And we're beginning just to open up our minds to open up our hearts and souls so much more now. And it really, there is, as I said, let's get into second and third gear. I like people should, you know, even trust getting up into that fifth gear. Don't go straight to fifth gear, please. <laughs> go through <laughs> the gears, go through the gears. But, but it is kind of time to to elevate right you know i think yeah it's funny like you know don't go to fifth like 
<laughs> but it, for some people, if they want to go to first and fifth straight away, I want them to go for all the gears so they under, well, understand you know, what to do in the fifth. Yeah, you know? I know what you're saying, and I get what you're saying. And you know, there is a pathway and a process which has, yeah. which will give people more ease. Yes. Right? Yeah. And having said that, you know, when it's the time for you to wake up, your soul will wake you up. Oh yes, One way oh, definitely. Or another. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. There could be a nudge, nudge, wink, or a cosmic two by four. Yeah. And so, you know, lots of people are having fast awakening yes. now. And um, so this, you know, that it's kind of okay. But well, yeah, that's, why, I mean, that's why there's people like you there for those people who don't understand what's happening to them. You know, you're there to help them understand what's happening to them, the gift that it is, and, and perhaps even to point forward <laughs> where they're going <laughs> with it. <laughs> I must have wings. <laughs> so that's the reason why i do these shows is to bring people around like you that are there to help people guide them through the process through their own ascension through their own awakening and that's yeah. the reason why you've written this book well like i say i kind of you know it's a very interesting experience to me obviously i was facilitating the sessions and my energy you know i spent hours and hours editing and all of that um and it was really interesting because there was a part of me that kind of felt like well, it's not my book. Mm -hmm. I didn't write it. So I'm sure that there's more to come um, on that. I've got many channelings that I haven't published. Yet, right. But I'm sure. This but, was the um, introductory book. It was clearly yeah. the book that needed to be written at this time. At this because, time. you know, yeah. as people do awaken and get up into that higher gear, um, us talking about these things aren't so far-fetched. They may yeah. not be completely comprehended. But yes. it's like, I kind of, I kind of feel what you're saying, even if I may not understand what you're saying, right? Yeah. And it's like, I can believe that this is possible. Mm. Um, I may not be there yet, but I'm open to it. And so yeah, there's, there's more films, aren't there now? You yes. Know, that, I mean, I love like sci-fi stuff yes. and, and so forth. But I mean, you know, that's real, right? Yeah. And it's like, that's coming into the collective consciousness. Some of those people that have actually made those films are very connected spiritually. And yes, I feel like Avatar. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's been gifted um, to help us to awaken. And you see it's that more and more of that's coming, you know, on, on the TV and the movies. Yes. And people then begin to go, hmm. Must be and so then when you see hmm. things happening, you're kind of like, oh, okay, that's real. <laughs> yes. We're in like the Matrix and there's a wonderful yeah. scene in Doctor Strange where his uh, guru mentor pushes him out of this body and say, what do you think you are? Just flesh and bones, you know, and his spirit goes out and goes, oh, my goodness, I can go anywhere in spirit. I yeah. can see anything and experience anything in spirit. Yeah. Right. Don't don't limit yourself to the vessel, yeah. to the body. And that's the beauty of, you know, like um, the hypnosis or, or the soul journeys you know sometimes I'm kind of doing group sessions and we'll do kind of like soul journey and sometimes we'll go for healing you know mm -hmm. that will be that's where we're supposed to be going sometimes people go in different places but we're going you know for healing um obviously when I'm doing one-to-one -one, people end up going wherever they, they kind of want to go yeah. anyway but in a group I normally have like a purpose and the right. idea is that we all go there there's yeah. some variations on it but you know so um yeah it's just to try and explain something and talk about something, we get it on a maybe on a conceptual level. But for me, the most um, important thing is for people to have their own experience. Yes, 
and really get it in their body in their heart you know really truly connect with their soul and experience for themselves and then it's so much kind of more real yeah because it's your felt lived experience then yes that is the point that is the point we we want you to look at this we want you to feel this right because when you feel it you see it differently right when you actually immerse yourself into it is as that tree awakens back to the beautiful elements of life um, and it regrows and reconnects it is outwardly you know this is what you're doing your soul is awakening up and you're beginning to connect differently uh, from the inside out not the outside in and it's go with the flow be in that wonderful self-discovery of what your heart and soul and spirit is trying to to show you reach out to people like kimberly who are going to help you understand what's going on because the human side of us the ego needs to understand otherwise it builds a fear and but how to actually tap into that beautiful divine energy and the essence of you and allow and surrender yourself to be yeah meditation uh past life regression uh to healing I work with with um, past lives and ancestral and, and future lives but really is um about allowing yourself that gift to take time out because we're so busy aren't we and I'll include myself sometimes in that you know yeah um, and and so um our soul is wanting us to is wanting to to have time with us right yes and to connect and to strengthen that relationship and the more that we can can have that connection and when I say soul, you know, it can be you perceive and connect with your soul through your heart. The heart is a portal. Yes. Right? Well, heart if a closed heart won't allow the soul wisdom. So mm-hmm. we, we need to open up our heart in order for that soul wisdom to come through. But if you go into, your, you know, if you sit quietly and you allow yourself to feel what you feel. Yeah. And you go into your heart and ask your heart a question. Or, you know, you could imagine your heart like a cave, if you like, and you can go in and you can explore. And the heart is the portal and that will take you all kinds of different amazing places. Yeah. And sometimes you might just want to go and sit in your heart and and chill and relax and and feel that love. Yes. Self-love. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or receive, you know, healing and and love. And you can do that. Um, And then, you know, as you kind of, you know, more and more that you kind of connect, so the awareness opens up so that we you know we can get journey to all kinds of amazing places and spaces and receive amazing wisdom and, and profound insight and healing and help for all yeah. kinds of different you know issues that we have in our life that are, that are going on but it's coming from your soul yeah so yes. it's not being dependent on somebody else telling you what to do or teaching you it's it comes like from the your end. path we all yes. have individual unique pathways yeah yeah now i want people to go back and listen to your old shows well the first one we did was on archetypes the second time was challenging what you're worth in business and you definitely directed that at the the spiritual nation who have that difficulty and then the show we did together was manifesting love and um and we did also a show on uh, well you have your programs here on everything that you do to help people find love meaning happiness and build a sound business as well and of course there's this show today so all people have to do is is simply go to selfdiscoverymedia.com and put in kimberly lovell which is with two l's and all of your shows will come up but will you tell people how they can get the books i know it's not out yet but they can sign up for a pre 
um, uh, yeah. and get a and get and get a book bonus. Yeah. So yeah, I'm super excited. So <clears throat> I've had a really interesting um, birthing pain, shall we say? <laughs> <laughs> and so today I had some issues with Amazon and, and tech and accounts and so forth. Anyway, that will all be resolved. So the um, I wanted for the book to be out two to twenty to two. That's what I thought, and I thought it'll be live. It'll be up for pre-orders two to twenty two, and it will be launched on the twenty second to twenty two. Right. That was what the book told me. Anyway, I was like, oh, it's not happening. Anyway, it is. It's. Um, I've uploaded some, and I need to wait a few days for them to sort something out, and it will actually be showing. Um, as available for pre-order which means that you get it at a really great deal if you get it on pre-order um, and then it will be I think I gave myself some leeway because there's been all these technical stuff I'm like okay let's just put you know another date in and I can bring it forward mm -hmm. so it's my intention that it will be live um, and you can have it in your hands or on your kindle um, on the 22nd of the second uh, at the moment when you see it show for pre-orders it'll probably show the 20th of March for the launch but that will the plan is that'll be forward yeah wonderful so what so, is your and when site you sign up, yeah when you sign up um well I will have it showing on my website mm -hmm. unless I've got the link um and it will be on Amazon and um so the the Kindle book will be up first and then the paperback will be showing as well by that date when it goes live and you'll be able to buy it from Amazon or you'll be able to buy it from my site which will just link you through to Amazon but if you sign up um, there are some links in the book um, or you can come and find my website find me on Facebook um, I'm going to have a Facebook group people that have read the book and want to kind of talk about you know questions and so forth and I'm also going to be running some um, some Facebook lives and some uh, sessions but the people that actually purchase on the pre-order I'm also going to include you in a free group regression that we'll probably mm. all do kind of like, I don't know, maybe like three weeks or so after the, the book's gone live. Wonderful. Um, yeah. And then there's also some meditations, some hypnotic meditations that will connect you with your higher self, that will connect you with, I'm trying to think what else is in there, um, one that takes you to the chakras and balancing um, and healing. So there's about three or four different meditations that are included in the, the book. Wonderful. Bonus. Wonderful. And of course, the book is called Soul Journeys and it's Kimberly Level Double L. So you can go over to Amazon. I will have a link on her show page. And uh, of course, your site is Kimberly Level. Um, actually, no, it's Kimberly. Sorry, I've got my glasses on. Got to get my yeah, glasses on. Kimberly Level. Kim, yeah, Kim, yeah, dot .co.uk, folks, not dot .com. So dot .co.uk. So, I will find me. And and of course, you've got your uh, group Soul Journeys on Facebook, and you've got your group Wealthy Business Goddess, and you've got your YouTube here as well. And um, you've got a number of links here. You've got, I think, uh, and you've got some MP3s and things like this here as well. So there's a lot going on here. But if you just simply also go to selfdiscoverymedia.com and slash Kimberly Level, all of her shows and all of her information will be there as well. And... Um, you know, I'm always saying we don't have to wait for Christmas or birthdays to gift a book. We, you know, we can gift it to ourselves. And, you know, I you know, always say have a podcast group like a book group. Everybody read the book and then, you know, talk about it because we learn from each other and how each other has 
you know, how it's affected us, you know, what we've learned from it. And then that expands that knowledge when you share how you feel about the book, saying when you listen to a podcast, what mm -hmm. did you get out of it? What did I get out of it? This is my perception of it. And it just, you know, shares the energy and allows that energy to grow. Um, but please go back and listen to all our other shows, even though they've been done over the years, they're all yeah. extremely relevant. And we go down very many different avenues, as we always do. And we could always probably talk for several hours. But that's why we had to break it up into so many shows. <laughs> 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 and if you do read, if you read the book, then I would love to hear um, how it lands for you and any questions, because I will, um, you know, want to share more support based on what questions that you have. And everybody's different. So yes. um, I will be, you know, doing that in the, in the Facebook group. And that would be really good to, to know kind of like Wonderful. Yeah, what questions it's left you with and I can help you more. So it's Kimberly Lovell dot co dot uk folks and uh, all of the information will be up there and i'm excited for your book to come out and you know that that is even coming out you know in in february second month 22 you know it's still good um but it, it's it's the chinese new year it's the year of the water the conduit it's the year of of ignition it's a good time for it to come out because yeah. i think people are ready to receive yeah and like i say it will that was kind of like what i was planning so it so it is like it should be up it's been you know i think it takes three days for amazon to sort it so i didn't get it like showing live but it's uploaded on the second and it will probably be two three days and then it will show but actually i think yeah that will that will work out perfectly and then the 22 22 so it i feel like you know everything is divinely timed yes. isn't it as yes. you're saying and so there is no mistake right because no. i was like oh you know i should have done this no 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 but so no it's the 2 to 22 to the 22 because it's yeah. a portal and it will kind of like something about all of that energy you know yes everything is a living thing and it's consciousness you know and so there's something about that yeah you know we can't reason it out no, I mean, no, it's not for our human brains to reason yeah. it out. You know, our soul spirit knows what needs to be done when it needs to be done. Yeah. And it knows which energy to tap in when. And unless we're absolutely, utterly astute to know exactly when, um, you know, that's the head desire or the ego's desire. And we just have to give it up to spirit and let it um, go when and do what it needs to do when it needs to do it. Yeah. Wonderful having you back here again, Kimberly. Oh, it's such a pleasure always to connect with you, so, yeah. I will see you again yeah. soon. Yeah. And don't forget, folks, you know, um, if you know somebody that is awakening right now, we're just kind of querying about this dimensional world or past lives or future lives, they, you know, they may be even dabbling about it. This is the book for them because now they're going in and reading other people's experiences that have done it, that have been there and what is possible. And it helps them open up to their own experience and not to feel so afraid from it and really willing to explore. And then Kimberly can help you, help you with your own direction in life, with your own awakening. And she's very happy to do so because that's what she loves doing. I do indeed. And, you know, I have been told that within the book, there are also keys and codes. So um, on an unconscious level, your soul mm. will um, receive some kind of activation or awakening by reading. Um, and that will open things up for you as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's there for a reason. So read it. <laughs> thank you so much, Kimberly. And oh, thank you. We're all here on a beautiful 
um, elevation of dimension, of going into a higher plane. And the more we embrace it, the more we realize we are the healing this world needs. We are the connection to the universe, which what it needs. And that higher elevation of beautiful divine love is what everything needs. So until next time, folks, bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. Please tune in to our selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see all the other genres that we have from you. Every week on Tuesday, we bring you new shows from illuminating people. If you know someone that should be interviewed, please contact us at info at selfdiscoverymedia.com. Now stay tuned for your next show.